Hey there everyone and welcome back to Blessed Are the Geek. This is episode number two. In this episode, I'm going to sit down with Marty Estes. He is one of the Nintendo Dads. The Nintendo Dads have been a great Nintendo-based podcast, a big fan podcast that's been going on for, oh man, probably about two years now uh, at the time of the recording, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but they are one of the biggest podcasts in Nintendo, uh, in the Nintendo world. So if you guys are, if you like Nintendo even half as much as I do, uh, you'll probably appreciate listening to them. And they always do a lot of fun stuff. So they do some After Dark episodes where they talk about movies and do some movie reviews sometimes. They do a video game monthly where everyone in their group and everyone who listens to them all plays the same game for a month. And then they come back and talk about that game and review that game and, you know, uh, basically have a podcast just about that one game. But, you know, they have a weekly podcast that comes out every Wednesday where they talk about news, rumors, anything else Nintendo. Um, and it's it's great. So if you haven't checked it out, uh, go check out Nintendo Dads. Uh, it's a great podcast. And um, so, yeah, without further ado, episode number two, where we talk about Lego. This is our second episode of Blessed Are the Geek podcast. Um, last episode, we sat down with Adam Butterick. We talked about Breath of the Wild, which was a lot of fun. Uh, today, we've got a super special guest. We've got Marty Estes from the Nintendo Dads podcast. What's up, Marty? Not much. What about you, man? Uh, I am enjoying my few minutes of graceful solitude while my son is in pre-K. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, take them where you can get them. <laughs> Every time, man. Um, but anyway, uh, so, you know, the point of this podcast is to sit down and talk to people about their fandoms, things that they're into, um, because I love when people get super passionate and their eyes light up about the thing that they talk about. If you've ever heard or watched me talk about Nintendo, like, I become a different entity altogether. So, <clears throat> we want to talk to, to Marty today. Your topic is... Lego. Lego. All things Lego. I love Lego. So uh, I love the games. I love Legos themselves, and and I, of course I love the Lego movie, and most most recently the Lego Batman movie. So apparently Vader is going to join us during this podcast. He's oh, that's his cool. opinion as well. Um, so I I used to play with Lego a lot uh, at my friend's place when I was growing up because they had this giant bin of just random Legos, and so <clears throat> what we would do as kids is we would actually, like, spend, like, three days building a small army, like, we'd build a pirate ship or, like, you know, super all-terrain vehicles that had wings and, you know, propellers and wheels and everything, and we'd, we'd just build up this thing, and then one day we would just, like, go to town and just destroy each other's bases and that kind of thing, um, but ever since then, I've kind of fallen out uh, of touch with Lego, so let's start with uh, the beginning for you. What got you into Lego? Well, my, my story is actually the opposite of yours. Um, I hated Legos as a kid <laughs> because they weren't Transformers and they weren't He-Man and they weren't GoBots. No Power and, Rangers. Uh, no, you know what? I, 
I'm oh, gonna give a, a popular oh, opinion here. Man. I'm I don't like Power Rangers. Oh boy. Okay. And, and, and well, here let's be fair. Power Rangers came along when I was, um, I believe, I was in, I was either in eighth or ninth grade, and that just was not my thing. So I was already fully given over to video games, and so like Power Rangers coming in at that time was kind of like. Well, I don't watch shows like that anymore. I don't. I wasn't even watching cartoons early at the time because I felt like I was older and I was more mature and oh. I was playing video games, you know. Uh, so I've never really gotten into it. Now my kids like it; they watch it, but it's not like something that they just rush around to 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 watch all the time. But getting back to Lego, um, did not actually get into liking Legos until the video games came along. Okay. So there is a video game connection there, and our, our the first Lego game that I ever played was uh, the the Star Wars Lego games that came out for the prequels. You know, okay. which at the time picking those up was just kind of like, oh, this is neat. It's Star Wars, but it's made out of Legos. Right, right. That's cute. Really, really didn't have any clue. Honestly, did not have any clue <clears throat> that there were Star Wars Legos in the Lego section at the local store. You know, I just thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was like this interesting mashup, but of course, eventually, you know, kind of found out about it. And I was like, well, that's kind of lame because uh, the only the only real experience that I had with Legos as a kid was either like yours playing in a bin of Legos, which was overwhelming to me. Right. Or uh, getting a set and not being able to follow the directions and just getting frustrated with it and throwing it in the toy bin. Right. You know, and even just little sets, you know, I, I was I, it was pro I was probably way too little for for them when I was when they were bought and it just kind of soured me on the experience so Lego Star Wars became uh, hey they're making uh, a Lego Harry Potter game ah, because yeah. my wife really loves Harry Potter I love really love Harry Potter and that was something we could play together uh, because she's not a, a huge video gamer and so anything where I could say hey you can't really die yeah you know she she's all about that so uh Lego Harry Potter became the original trilogy, which became Lego Indiana Jones and on and on and on till today, which I just picked up. Right Lego City Undercover. recording here. Lego City Undercover for the Switch, which is actually the second time I've purchased this game because I also own it for the Wii U uh, as well. Uh, which, by the way, as a, quick, as a quick aside, like mini review, I heard it's actually really good. This is Lego Grand Theft Auto. Right. But reverse, that's, that's, the way, that's the best way that I know to describe it. Yeah, everything for, uh, minus the murder and prostitution, everything you can do. In Dang it, gotta take the best parts away. Uh, but I mean, like <coughs> a whole expansive open world, um, tons of uh, being able to to you know switch into like there's a hundred vehicles. Your your character changes in different disguises, and the way that uh, you use those disguises affects your abilities, and all kinds of different things like that. So, sure, totally a, a cool little uh, little pickup. Um, it is sixty bucks though. So if you're like not really into Lego games, when you can then, get the same game on 3ds um, for forty, I have played both versions. Uh, the the 3ds version is a prequel to this. Oh right, right, place, that's right. Uh, but it's also extremely limited. Uh, okay. uh, if, if I had, if you're going to spend money, buy this. 
Gotcha. Uh, but I, I rented the, the 3DS version from Gamefly, and I'm so glad that I never bought it. Uh, actually, it's actually a uh, Nintendo Select title right now, so it's $20. Oh, okay. So oh, it's, it's go. gone down. Uh, so <clears throat> eventually moved off of the games, and a few years ago... Well, hang um, on. Before we get, before we get there, <clears throat> yeah. uh, I have... I just wanted to dive into my short experience uh, with the okay. Lego games. Uh, I first started playing a Lego game with Lego Batman. Like, I think that was the OG Lego game, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I played that a little bit, and I, I like the snarkiness of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's something about the Lego games that are different than, like, any other regular game you know like there's something about the overworld that like didn't click with me um Mm, so it it was years later that was that was on like xbox 360 um and so years later a couple years ago i bought um marvel lego superheroes and um again first level uh when you're in the train station with sandman there's not anything really like highlighted like hey you're supposed to do this like even to this day like i've played that level three times and i'm like i can't even right now remember what i'm supposed to do uh i know you're supposed to get him wet but how is like super confusing to me so like i tried to play with my wife and what i do love about marvel superhero and i don't know if any other lego game does this is uh the way that it handles split screen Mm -hmm. How, how how it like rotates depending on where your character is that is a relatively new um you know implement into lego games yes split screen used to be straight up and down no 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 Uh, i like somewhere somewhere along lego batman 2 i believe is when they integrated that rotating or you know kind of just uh whatever it needs to be yes uh, split screen um i think it works so well it was super frustrating um, especially one, one of the things that, and I'll tell you this, what you need to do is you need to go back and you need to play the game with the, the number one philosophy in Lego games, break everything, mm. punch everything. Even yeah. if it takes you an hour to get through a level, Ugh. punch everything, literally hit everything. Uh, because what is going to happen is you're going to have stuff that's going to break. You're going to have stuff that's, going to fall apart and you're going to use that to build something else. But one of the gripes I think that people have about those games um, quite often is there's, there's no direction. There's, there's not like they drop you into this level and there's enemies and stuff running around. It's like chaos is everywhere. What do I do first? Yeah. And, and, and one of the things I like about these games is it it does kind of, it's, it is kind of formulaic, but it also kind of feels like a puzzle. You know, it's not all just about fighting. Sure. It's not, you're going to use rudimentary problem solving. You know, it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to walk around going, oh man, I cannot figure out that Lego game. (laughs) Right. You know, but uh, in, in recent games like the Avengers um, and Lego Dimensions and others, it has offered some helps that have been a little bit better, but that's, I think that's one thing that, uh, that WB and Traveler's Tales is, is probably getting a little bit better at as time goes. Um, and you'll notice that um, they have evolved over time. You know, when, when you first started playing um, Lego, when I first started playing Lego games with Star Wars, it was basically tell the plot point, 
of the of the of the movie or of that part of the movie with no vocals, you know, no voice acting, right. no nothing. Now they've moved into a place where they're just lifting lines directly from the games, right, or directly from the movies, which is really cool. Um, but I think in a way, what that's done is it's watered down that snarky sense of humor um, because I feel like that's that's kind of lost them a touch. Uh, you know, one of the things about Lego City Undercover is that this is the first Lego game that has ever really been made that is their own property. Sure. They're not, they're not really, um, working off, you know, star Wars or Harry Potter or Indiana Jones or, or whatever's out there, you know, so you've, they've got the ability to kind of strike out on their own. Lego city undercover is funny. And like, there's some, like some moments where, uh, just unexpected stuff happens, like just like the old Lego games for no reason, even though it does have voice acting. And it's it's well done. Uh, but the, like the newer games um, have just lost a little bit of that charm. I sure. love Marvel. I loved Lego Marvel Heroes. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. And I thought the integrate the way they integrated the entire Marvel Universe or most of it into that was was really good. I would love to see another one of those. But um you know, even even kind of, and I don't, I don't guess I want to call them niche games, but you know, like Indiana Jones is not as well known. Like the Lego Indiana Jones is not as well widely regarded as Star Wars or Marvel sure. or Harry. I mean, there was they didn't even make all three of them, did they? They they did. The original one had the the I think the first two or the first three, and then they did a Lego Indiana Jones two, which okay. collected all of them, oh, okay. inc- including Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. However, I never played that one because I, I've always thought that Lego Indiana Jones was just not the greatest one. Like it just did. It was some parts of it, like especially like the in, mechanics of some of the characters' abilities and stuff, just felt really clunky. Sure. And just didn't work. So, but on the other hand, you've got games like um, like Lego Batman Three, which pretty much should have just been Lego Justice League, uh-huh. just to be honest. Uh, which was fun. I mean, it was good, but. <laughs> Like, uh, they, they also did a Lego Star Wars 3, which we bought and never finished, which was covered the Clone Wars. Oh, uh, interesting. And I, I wasn't really interested in that. Uh, I don't know. This just that, that didn't reach out and grab me like the others did. But, um, you know, while we're on the subject and talking about video games, you know, the rumor is that Lego Dimensions is canceled. Yeah, and I got I to gotta say, because that's the other, the other experience I've had with a Lego game. Um is dimensions and um did you play it on the wii u yes okay well i feel sorry for you yeah uh, so i'm there too we uh we we went to gamestop the one day they had like a massive sale <clears throat> on dimensions like uh-huh. we spent a hundred dollars like almost even and got the whole starter pack and three extra little kits so like we got a really good deal on it Mm-hmm. We brought it home. We waited until our son went to bed because otherwise he would have just yes. made a mess of things. Um, yes. And then her and I played the tutorial, like the bat cave level. Yeah. And we got to a point where we were like, okay, we've done everything and nothing is happening. So we ran around the bat cave and again, like you said, broke everything. Literally, mm-hmm. literally everything. We broke everything. Nothing was happening. So I finally like stopped, looked it up. We had encountered a glitch in the game, and we had to restart the yep. game and do the tutorial all over again and, and do the entire level again. She has not picked it up again. 
and I haven't either. It, it broke it for both yep. of us. Um, and just by that is, that and that's, I hate that cause that's super unfortunate, but let, let me, let's talk reality. That happens a lot in Lego games. Uh, I don't know why. Which I don't know shame, if they you know? just don't like, know how to work those bugs out, but they've literally been happening since star Wars. There is always a point in a game where something will happen and it won't trigger the next thing that happens and you'll just be sitting there. See for um, me that one of the ways one of the ways they've combated that in 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 later games has been the implementation of save points when you walk into a new point of a level. Sure. But if you are at the end of that section and it's taken you 45 minutes to break everything and find everything, and right. you've searched every nook and cranny, all of a sudden it And we've spent extra time up. looking for all this crap. Yep. And you've gotten all the mini, you know, the mini kits and the characters and blah, 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 yeah. and, and all that. And then it freezes up and you have to do it all over again. Yep. It, it, and I'm the kind of person where if I, if I play genius. a game, and because I did this with I Am Setsuna recently, I just started, I just got that on the Switch. And mm -hmm. um, have you played that yet on the Switch? I have it for PS4. Okay, and I so, got you're, about, so you're aware. I got about seven hours into it and didn't pick it up again. I mean, I wanted, I want to play it. I feel like I'd play it more on the Switch because it is portable. Well, so, I don't have that. I don't have the time in my life right now, unfortunately, to do a lot of sit down right, console to sit down gaming. in front of the TV. Right. So the you. Switch has been so perfect for that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'll probably get it again at some point. But Zelda. Right. Sure. Um, but there, there is a point at the beginning of I Am Setsuna where there's like a tutorial thing and sure. there's like a, a mini boss you fight in the tutorial and you save right before that, fight the mini boss. Then there's like a really boring cutscene where he's walking through the forest uh, mm. and it like plays the intro that. credits. And then you have to go to the city. First you go to a first city and then overworld and then the next city. And they're like, oh, you have to go find the uh, the the sacrifice so then you go through the woods fight more monsters find the sacrifice come back to the city and then there's a boss fight i did all of that three times because i died and there was no safe point prior to that and i didn't know that you could save any overworld um so and, and just just a little thing that would pop up at the bottom that would say that's all i would need press, seriously press just a little thing to save just a little uh, thing press eight to open your menu and and click save or if it would just institute mandatory saves right you know oh that i i about and, i about didn't pick that game up again because well like my point is, is chance, that like if, it's, it's it is a fun game if i have to repeat anything at all like my interest in doing that drops it just plummets like I have zero sure. even if it was Breath of the Wild like if I started that game like if I got a review copy and I played 20 hours and then that save got deleted uh-uh I may not even play that game like, I kind of feel that way too and I was kind of thinking about you know I, like the nightmare scenario what happens if my switch breaks and I'm not beating Breath of the Wild and I've put 50 hours into it uh, you know so um, glad that I've finished that game now I'm I'm pretty confident in the fact that right now if uh, something catastrophic happened and I had to send in my switch and they didn't get my save data off of it. Right. That, uh, I would, I would be content in letting it rest. Cause it would take you a know? lot for you to have to get back into it. Basically what I would do is I'd go to YouTube and look up the memories I haven't found and then I'd watch the real ending and then I'd be done. There you go. So anyway, uh, uh, and, and that's the reality of gaming that we, that we live in now. We can do so that. It's so frustrating. That's, 
it's 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 feast or famine i think you know it's frustrating because you can be spoiled but it's also uh good because if you do get to a point where you can't figure something out you can see somebody do it which i did that with the shrine like i'm like i know this solution works i know it will work <laughs> but i can't make it work just i need to see somebody do this so i know i'm not just crazy right then they did it and i was like okay so i know i'm on the right path listening and to then, you guys talk about the one with the with the bowls and the water was kind of funny because I was like, I was like, I did it the right with uh, air quotes the right way. I did it the right way I the hadn't first time. Done it. I hadn't done it yet, and then I found it after that. Like I found it like the two nights after that episode, and I was like, okay, I know what to do now. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one I'm talking about is there's a, um, and I know this is a huge deviation when we're talking about. There's a shrine up in the mountains uh, near the Rito village, where you have to stasis a uh, lantern in mid swing over a pile of leaves so that you can shoot it with an arrow to drop it down and burn a, the leaf pile up to the door, which will burn the... the oh, the, is that what you were supposed to do? Air. I had like well, a flame I'm, blade, and I just went... Well, <laughs> you have flame blade or you have fire arrows, it's perfectly easy, but who had nothing? <laughs> this guy. Nope. I had to do it the hard way. Magnesis, yeah. let it swing. Stasis, hope it hits right. Arrow. See, as, again, to, to, to and finalize... And I love that there's... So ways you can do that I, so yeah i would like to do a run through of all the shrines and only use the sheikah sleep yeah anyway okay so <clears throat> anyway let's so, talk about lego so yeah actual lego building blocks so so what 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 was the what was the transition there from the game to the building blocks so did you see that there were star wars legos in the aisle and you're like oh shit i should have been yeah, buying these yeah, actually that's exactly what happened <laughs> uh, so uh, like when I was a kid and t- uh, let, let me, let me parallel this with another story. Okay. When I was a kid, I could not have given a, given a flying fart and a whirlwind that star Wars was a thing. It oh, did not. You and I me. would not have been friends. Like I thought it was stupid. Oh, you like, and I, I would, would not go have been to friends. the, I would go to the store and I was like, what is this crap? It's near my transformers. Get it away. I was totally that eighties kid who to had be like, fair. Air. I was the kid that was like transformers is retarded. Like, okay. Uh, see, see, <laughs> okay. So you and I are same two sides of the same coin yeah, and the, yeah. and the it's called addiction. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the, so like I would go into, I have this very distinct memory of walking into a Hills department store in the eighties. Do you, do you remember Hills? I don't think so. See, it was, they, they, they went out of business somewhere in the mid eighties. But so this should tell you, I was born in 1980. I have this very, very distinct memory. So you of walking have like, in, you have almost 10 years on me walking into the toy section at Hills, looking at transformers, you know, and buying, getting ready to buy one of those. And there was this little boy behind me and there was a job of the hut play set. Uh, I think from return of the Jedi. And he was trying to steal job of the hut out of <laughs> the, the, the box and this was back, you know, when toys didn't have safety ties right, and all right. that junk. On his way uh, out the door, the, the lady was like, uh, is that job of the hut in your pants? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> no, she actually, <laughs> this, this very sweet older worker came around the corner as he's doing it. Oh, like, man. not even hiding it. Busted. And's like, you can't do that. Oh, man. <laughs> he was like, he took off running and I was, you know, shrugged my shoulders, you know, and everything. But um, that was like, so as a kid... I didn't really like Legos. I didn't really like Star Wars. As I didn't, I had not even seen Star Wars until I was a teenager. And one day, my dad walks in with the original trilogy VHS set. Mm. 
Yeah, and that's, like, which, by the is, way, historically, that is the way to watch that movie. Uh, absolutely. And Screw so, any sort of HD remake or remaster. No, you go find yourself not even like not even the gold box remake VHS. No, this no. was the silk box. Yes, go find regular VHS box. Okay, and it, and it may have even been the um, it may have not been the silver box. It may have been like the black one with the star background. You know, where like you the lucky the, son of a gun. Well, yeah, I know, and I don't have it. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. So anyway, the uh I bought he bought me those just on a whim. He's like, Yeah, I saw these at Walmart and I thought you might like them. You like you like spaceships and robots, you know? Uh <laughs> robots. <laughs> I don't know that he said robots, but that's what it, that's in my mind. That's what I'm imagining. It's a great so, Futurama reference. Uh, so I sat down and watched it and I was just blown away. But yeah. like but it still didn't take like it still didn't really take. So fast forward to my wife and I dating, uh, being together in 2001. Oh, I hope well, you say what I had to say to my wife. Okay. But I'm so you finish 99, you know, Phantom Menace came out. Okay. 2001 attack of the clones comes out, right? And much to was it about sh- that time? Everyone much to everyone's chagrin. Yes. But, it was around yeah, that time. So 2001. So I was actually graduating from college. Or maybe it was 2002 because we, yeah, it had to be because we weren't, we weren't, uh, we weren't dating, you know, we weren't dating in 2001. So it had to be 2002. Uh, and she takes me to uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, she takes me to Attack of the Clones as a graduation present. Um, and then, you know, we are in youth ministry and doing ministry at a church, and all the kids want to go see uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we take them, we all load them up on a bus and we all go and see, you know, the birth of Darth Vader and all that stuff. Mm. And somewhere right around that time, it clicked. That this you know, is a like, horrible prequel franchise. I, no, no. <laughs> like, I, I don't like the prequels. Now, well, don't get me wrong. Does. Nobody does. I don't really like the prequels, but there's something in that, in that whole time frame right sure. there that it clicked. I love Star Wars. Like, right. I just, I love it. And even like, and, and I'll tell you when it really clicked, Chris, was when uh, we went to see, and, and I, I loved them before. Don't get me wrong, but we went to see The Force Awakens, and my daughter walked out of the theater, and she was like, I love Ray. <laughs> and just watching her, like, you know, right. watching, watching Star Wars through the eyes of a child mm-hmm. is really where it clicked. So, um, Let's 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 scrub back to 2012. Okay, so uh, 2012, 2013, I moved into a new job. We did our uh, first year's tax, uh, you know, prep and all that stuff, and got a pretty nice refund. Sure, sure. Uh, and so, what's what do you do when you get a tax refund? Well, you go out and you blow some of it, right. right? Every time. So, uh, like, left the tax prep place and immediately went across the road to Walmart and was like, what can I buy? (laughs) So I'm walking along and there in my, um, Walmart in the middle of the aisle is an entire spread of Clarence stuff. And there's one, one red five X wing. Oh, $50. What? I was like, and it's the one with Luke Skywalker and R2D2. And I was like, you know, for reference, that's normally like what? 80, 90, or it, like it's that. probably an eighty nine nine an eighty nine ninety nine yeah uh, you know cost because um, I think Pose X Wing was that either seventy nine or eighty nine yeah you no know? so yeah they had it on pretty good clearance I was like you know what I'm gonna bite I'm just gonna try it I've always wanted to put together a an advanced Lego set 
why not let it be Star Wars? Because I can't do it with Transformers. I can't do it with Nintendo. I can't do it with any other things I'm into. So I decided to do that and uh, came uh, back with it and immediately fell in freaking love with Legos. Like yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was just this part of my brain, you know, hallelujah. You know, this just <laughs> this thing. And so from there, like I progressed and I was like, well, you know, if I've got an X-Wing, I'm going to need I, a TIE fighter. I, you know, really, it's just, exactly. I was like, I really need a TIE fighter. And so, um, then, you know, like what I would start doing is I would start watching Lego sets at my local Walmart, which has really good clearance most of the time Mm -hmm. on these things. And I found, I was like, oh, there's the A-Wing with Admiral Akbar for $9. Sure. Let's buy that. And then my birthday came around and it was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, you know, I think, I I think I might like a, a Millennium Falcon. Because uh, I've got the X-Wing and I've got the, the, the TIE Fighter. I really need the Millennium Falcon. And, I, and, and I'm only going to do original trilogy ships. And I'm only right. going to do, you know. And then your so, wife said, okay, well, let's, let's calculate another mortgage on the house so well, we can get you that Millennium Falcon. Which, by the way, just for anybody listening who is not into Lego, this crap Lego's is expensive. expensive. I yeah, mean, like, to be the, fair. the Apple toys. <clears throat> to be fair. I once had somebody tell me, like, one of my first jobs ever as a teenager told me there is no – and it's true. <clears throat> there is no such thing as a cheap hobby. No. No such thing. No. Um, I mean – They are so smart. <laughs> musical instruments, model trains. I used to sell model trains at a, at a hobby store. Why, why those are so much money, I will never understand. Anyway, Lego is no exception that no. must be like the initial reason for the rule is because Lego is even the tiny ones that like, <clears throat> so I have this sitting here. Uh, I actually got this for free. This is like a little grand prix setup. Um, mm-hmm. It's tiny. I guarantee you, if you bought that in the store, I can, get, I can quote you a price. Yeah. 12 95. Oh man. You're being modest, man. I, I would uh, say well, easily it depends like on 20 how many bucks. Pieces. Yeah, twenty. I would say between twelve and twenty. Yeah, it depends on the number of pieces. And again, for people who are listening, this is three inches tall by four inches wide. You, you can literally hold that in the palm of your hand. Literally, yeah. Like the NES Classic is bigger than this. Um, so the crazy thing about that is that that Lego set is actually less rare than the NES Classic. <laughs> You can probably still find those in stores. Uh, so, yeah, you're right, and I, and I do want to say that, like, um, I don't know, is are you going to be putting this out on video as well? Uh, no, it's just audio. Oh, you're not. Okay, yeah. so right here behind my head that you can see, Chris. Yes, I uh, up on I've the been shelf it the whole time. the uh, Lego uh, sand crawler that came out a few years ago. That is, you don't, you're not, this, you're not going to see these in. Uh, Target or Walmart or something because they're three hundred dollars. Which, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, that is in Star Wars. uh, I think they only made an appearance in the original A New Hope. Um, It's only in A New Hope, right? And it's the the, the Jawa sand ship that looks like a uh, it it looks like a toaster with treads on the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, toaster with treads. But um, a few years ago, like actually two or three years ago, uh, my teenagers here at the church and my student ministry pulled their money and bought that for me for my birthday wow there's no way that i would be able to uh to buy that on my own marty nobody uh, loves me that much well you are I, a lucky man th- i know i am <laughs> nobody I know loves that, me I know, that much. I know i'm completely so <clears throat> the so 
Star Wars, I was like, I'm just going to stick to Star Wars Legos, right? <laughs> and then I see that they make Marvel Legos. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, I'm not going to buy any Marvel Legos. I'm not going to buy any Marvel Legos. Did you oh, – this man, is the same there's... conversation and self-battle you had when Amiibo started coming out, right? It's it's right. Oh, you know, God. Oh, I'm not going to buy all those Amiibos. I'm not going to buy the whole Smash <laughs> I only line. want the ones I I'm want. Just, I only I'm want the Zelda. Mario, I'm just going to get Mario and Kirby and Pikachu because the son wants Pikachu, and I want Mario, and he likes Kirby too. Oh, gosh. Marth is rare. i got to buy Marth. i got to buy Marth. i got to buy Wii Fit Trainer. i got to buy I don't Village. even know who Villager is, but he's impossible to find, so I have to have one. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got to import this one from Japan, oh, uh, <laughs> which is the same thing I did with Transformers back in the day. <laughs> it's feeding itself. Uh, so I was like, I'm not going to buy Marvel. I'm not going to buy Marvel. Oh man, that that ninety dollar Quinjet's forty five dollars on clearance. Holy I'm going to buy that. So the original Marvel uh, movie uh, or Avengers movie Quinjet, yeah, yeah. I got it five dollars. Oh my! Uh, how, wait, how much? Forty five dollars. Oh, I thought you said five. No, no, 45. 45. Uh, it came with, and, and and at that time I was still kind of like, okay, it's got to come with the right minifigures, right? I was very upset it didn't come with Captain America. But it had Thor and Loki and Black Widow and uh, one of those, like, Chitauri guys. That's a weird and, selection. Yeah. I would think that Nick yeah, Fury would have been in there. It, it, it didn't come with Nick Fury. It also didn't come with the Hulk or anything else. So, like, what I did was as as they as releases came out, I would kind of cherry pick <laughs> and I would say, okay, well, I've already got a Thor, so I don't want to buy this, even though the Hulk's in there, you know, or anything. And I'm to this day, I've never bought anything with Hawkeye. I just uh, there's a there's a little locally owned mom and pop Lego store about an hour and a half from here called Bricks and Minifigs, oh, cool. and uh, they sell. Like, they have just cases of minifigures. Nice. Uh, so I will go and buy those. Like, that's how I got BB-8. That's how I got... Because um, I just... I didn't want to buy another X-Wing. You know, what I already want to buy another Millennium Falcon. Um, I think... I mean, it depends <clears throat> on the rarity. I mean, they're they're in that, that trade. Oh, so you know, they're, they're knowledgeable of it. And they... They're very knowledgeable. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, but, I mean, this is a place where literally you can come in and say, I don't want this Lego set anymore. I want to trade it in. It's the GameStop of Legos. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so they'll, they'll offer you store credit or cash for a set, and then they will turn around and sell it. Nice. If it's complete. Um, so from there, I'm just looking around my office now. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter and a Millennium Falcon became an A-Wing and a smaller Millennium Falcon and a Snowspeeder and an AT-AT and uh, the Emperor um, and Luke and Darth Vader scene, you know, set yeah. from the end of Return of the Jedi. I tell you and, which one. I only have a handful, <clears throat> but I have the A-Wing with Akbar. Uh, so good. Akbar and so Han good. Solo, I believe, came with that one. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. It comes with four minifigures. It's like, and 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 look, here's the thing. Uh, what people need to realize is this: it's and when you buy a Lego set, it's not the bricks that are driving the price; it's the minifigures. Um, really, I really believe so because um, a lot of times, like we have a local. I don't know if you have stores like this in your local town, like Dirt Cheap, or um, they're like they're like. If a store gets damaged goods or something, they can sell it for a minor price to these like stores. Who buy, outlet. Yeah, like they buy pallets of, of overstock sure, or sure. damaged goods. And they we turn just got and one. Them. When I lived uh, up in yeah. Murfreesboro, we had three places called Bargain Hunt. Yeah, um, Bar Hunt, Bargain Hunt, Essex. <clears throat> yes. Uh, it's all like that. So, Dude, so we any have one time called, I had an extra 20 minutes, I went into Essex every yeah. time. Yeah, so they this we have dirt cheap. We have two of those around here. 
And I've gotten some amazing Lego deals at Dirt Cheap. Yeah. I'll let my I'll let my cat out of the bag. That's where you go. But like, what you have to do is you have to be knowledgeable enough of Lego to be able to walk in, maybe take a pocket knife with you and slit the box open where it's been taped back and mm -hmm. see if somebody's stolen the minifigures out because that's what happens every time. People really? will go and they will buy a set at Walmart. This happened to me with the Star Wars Rebels uh, tying uh, advance that the Inquisitor came with. Yeah. Which was the whole reason I wanted it. The Inquisitor like, is the is the Star Destroyer. The kid right? with the spinning. No, the the Inquisitor is the Star Destroyer, but the Inquisitor, the Sith Inquisitor, is the character in Star Wars Rebels that had the spinning lightsaber. Oh, okay. Like, lightsaber. That's why I wanted it, and it's like it's like the prototype of Vader's tie. Oh, okay. Uh, it, from from Rebels. So anyway, um, which by the way, Star, I, I'm a huge Star Wars Rebels fan, and pretty much every set that's come out under the Rebels brand, right. I've bought. Um, just because I love that story. I love those characters. But anyway, so um, I went and bought the tie advanced at my local Walmart, got it home, no Inquisitor figure. Uh, and basically what somebody had done is they'd heated up the tape enough to, to get inside, open the flap, slit the bag, get the Inquisitor figure out, and then t turn it back and say, oh, yeah, by the way, it didn't have all the pieces in the bag. And Walmart gives you a full refund. And, man... I'm talking about dirtbag scalpers who do that. That's ridiculous. And they turn around and sell the figure for yeah. so so what? Sell the figure for thirty dollars on thirty dollars. I mean, or or sell the figure for whatever on eBay. That's you get what I'm saying? Like regardless, sell it for that's outrageous. A ridiculous amount of money on eBay. Um, many many nobody's buying sets. Like I'm just gonna say that. Like. I mean, they are, people are buying ships and they're buying the popular stuff, you know, like the TIE Fighter or something. People might buy that, but people are buying the minifigures. They want Vader. They want Obi-Wan Kenobi. They want stuff like uh, the the sand crawler that I got has an exclusive um, um, Uncle. Uncle Ben? Uh, yeah. No, no. The, his uncle that he lives uncle with. Uncle Owen. On Sorry. Owen, it has Uncle Owen, it has Jawas, it <laughs> has Ben is a different franchise. Yeah, yeah, a <laughs> rice as well. Uh, and so you can't, you can't get those anywhere else. You know, you have to buy those sets. Yeah. You know, for the longest time, the only C3PO I had was one that, like, they sell the minifigures on a keychain, but they have like a little hole in their head where they've screwed a thing into. And I literally got it home and took pliers to the top of C3PO's head and pulled the the keychain out. Yeah. Because I didn't want to spend literally $45 for a C-3PO minifigure. That's on outrageous, Mar dude. On, on, on uh, seriously. Like, I just, I recently okay, just so got into the to the Lego Batman line. Where yes. the, and I didn't, I don't want to buy the sets. Like, I don't want the vehicles because I'm, if you could see my office right now, I'm out of room. I well, don't have I, I don't need the, like I don't need the Bowser Jr. Amiibo. I don't need the Peach Amiibo. Right. And yeah. Yet they're still yeah. in a box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're they're in a they're in a, actually a, t a three a three <coughs> Tupperware bin next to my TV. Yep. Uh, I, I don't want the vehicles, but I want the minifigures. I want the characters. Yeah. Okay. So they did a blind bag set for the Lego Batman movie, and I just about drove myself crazy and broke trying to get it. Yeah. Uh, and like the last four of them, you know what I did? I just bought them on Amazon. I was like, uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not yeah. spending five bucks a pop. But it was like the ones that are packed rare. It was like Harley Quinn and Joker. Sure. And, and so uh, you are sort of skirting around something that, um, you know, again, I don't collect minifigs. Um, but I did, like, I, like, like we've been saying, I did collect the Amiibo. And for people like us that go around, um, and now there's the world of Nintendo figures that I'm sort of kind of pseudo-collecting. Um, yep. 
there it's not just about it's not about getting it and taking it home and having it it is about the hunt and is <clears throat> it, it's not always fun it's not re- no. it's not always rewarding um but it it and sometimes you do break down and sometimes you are like screw it i'm gonna just buy this stupid thing on ebay for an extra 15 dollars but that means that i'm not driving around to four different toys R Us's and a mom and pop shop an hour and a half away but for us for us that go out and find these collectible things there is a little bit in your brain that is about the hunt for it oh i i don't think it's a little bit <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest with you as a now now let me and i say that as someone who used to have a transformer collection that numbered over 1200 that's ridiculous dude okay and i mean like i had like the all the original ones from the 1980s yeah yeah and had gone back and bought them the, either the die cast metal ones like yeah either as re, yeah either as reissues or i had them as from a kid or i got them right. at a convention but the thing is is that that was my life like we did not pass a town without stopping at Walmart or, or a Toys R Us or a Target. We would hunt. We would drive specific ways on to get to get to places because it was about the hunt, and that's really what it was. It wasn't like I'd buy the thing and I'd be like, "Oh, this is cool," you know. But right. then all of a sudden, it's it's like, well, um, you know, I got the thing. It's it's here. It's done. It's on my shelf. It looks cool, but it was really about the excitement of is it going to be there or is it not? Sure, sure. You know, and, it- and, and having it and having it on your shelf is a little bit of a trophy to yourself of like, hey, I hunted it down and I found it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I think it was nine bookshelves in my house That's that were full of nine five shelf bookshelves. <laughs> of of Transformers, including and, and I'm I'm talking about the top was was full. Sure, too. of course. Uh, and you know, like. I think it's like the the compa- the compulsion with like Amiibo even has been like I've got I, I like I keep telling myself I'm just gonna buy the Smash set like I'm just gonna finish I've got all of them I'm just gonna finish out these last three I'm gonna get Bayonetta I'm gonna get Corrin I'm gonna get Cloud you mean the last four? Oh yeah, the last four. And if <laughs> if it's female Corrin or if it's whatever, uh, I'm apparently only... there was some data mine recently that said yeah, that, that confirmed. It, I, but, I saw yeah. that, and I, and trust me, I'll only be buying one. <laughs> and I don't have. And look, I don't count the me fighters <clears throat> as part of the Smash one, so because I'm never buying those. Yeah, well... Never, <laughs> never buying. I'm sorry, I don't care if. To- I, I will say this: If Toys R Us put them on like clearance for five dollars for the three pack, yeah. See, that's what I'm doing. I, I hate to again break it aside real quick, but. Uh... Oh, it's- <clears throat> I really want the new Breath of the Wild amiibo. Uh-huh. I have the Guardian. Because, like, day one, I have to have that Guardian. That thing is freaking awesome. I have to have that one. Yeah. I don't have any of the other ones. Because I know that in a month and a half, all of them are going to be six bucks. I uh, I was weak. <laughs> nah, man. Like, how much and is I, that Lottie oh, amiibo now? The Lottie is, oh like, my gosh, Lottie. $2.00. Uh, I, that, that, I'm gonna Which tell was you, an exclusive abs- Target amiibo, by the there's way. There's absolutely no compulsion at all to buy, to, to collect Animal Crossing amiibo. Nope. I, I, bought I have a few, a few of them. It. I have the cards, but I have no compulsion. I was just thinking it's today kind of, about how I need like, to turn around and sell those cards. Thing about Lego, though, is that I can't be that type of collector with Lego, and it's simply for the reason that I don't have the room. Because yep. if... You know, if anybody who collects Lego will tell you, there's a footprint mm-hmm. with these things. It takes up quite a bit. And so I've reached my limit 
in my office currently, mm-hmm. except for like small, small sets, like the micro fighters and everything else. Sure. But none of those, none of those really interest me. In they, fact, they the whole look time, dumb. the whole time I've got a few of them. They're actually kind of cool. Okay. Like the Millennium Falcon and the Star Destroyer and uh, there's a Turbo Tank one that's pretty cool. Sure. Uh, and I like them because they come with a minifigure too. You oh, know, okay. so you get the, you get the you get the minifigure if you don't have Han Solo or if you don't See, have. I, th- I thought or, they you know, looked dumb because the minifigure was uh, far disproportional. It's like to they're they're the sitting vehicle. on top of it like a go kart. Yes. Which I uh, think is kind of funny. You've got this like teeny tiny Star Destroyer and a guy sitting on top of it like right. Throw it a Star Wars appeal cart. Oh, <laughs> Star Wars Lego cart. There you go. There you go. There, <laughs> Make it happen. Make, Make it happen. Warner Brothers. Uh, <clears throat> now the 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 thing about Legos that I've kind of noticed in collecting them is that I have I kind of have a rule. All right, and it is uh, is it really cool? Which to a lot of them, I say, yes, yes, they are really cool. Uh, does it look, number two, does it look like it would be fun to build? You know, like, so that does was, it look like it's going to be a tedious build or does it look like it's going to be fun? That was going to be one of my questions to you uh, in the near future. And I'll get back to that in a second. So go ahead. Um, number three, do I have room for it? Which as of right now, number three is stopping me from purchasing anything. And number four, is it on clearance? Mm. I very rarely pay full price for Legos mm. uh, simply because I can play the waiting game. Now, um, I live in a fairly small town of about 7,000. So uh, I can play the waiting game a little bit more than some people can. Now, there's going to be some sets that never go on clearance. But if I wanted to right now, I could go buy like the TIE Striker um, from Rogue One for 50 bucks. That's a that's a you know seventy nine dollar set. Oh, okay. I can go right now and buy the like I'm talking about. This is at my Walmart right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can go buy the the Force Awakens Millennium Falcon for a hundred dollars instead of a hundred and fifty. That's that's. You know they like because they get a lot of these bigger sets and then they don't sell. There's a Clone Wars Turbo Tank that looks incredibly awesome. Right. That was a hundred nineteen dollars when it came out. It's eighty nine right now. Oh. So you know I'm never gonna pay. Like, especially, especially bigger sets. Now, some of the smaller sets I might grab, you know, and get just because, like, hey, that's cool. Like, the um, the Boba Fett uh, and uh, Han and the Ugnaught, the, like, the, the carbon freezing chamber set. Yeah, yeah. I, pick, I picked it up for, but it was $24. So, I picked it up, but, like, I'm not going to, like, my limit kind of is, like, 40 bucks. Like, if it's over that, then I'm going to I'm gonna cool it. I'm going to wait a little bit. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to be patient, and I'm going to see if it goes down. And then, and then even if it goes down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand there for a minute. I'm going to ask myself, is this really something I want? Because my two, like, my, my two passions, I guess, for Lego are really Marvel Legos and Star Wars Legos. Now, I've picked up some of the, like, the, the, the Lego movie sets. Like okay. I've got a couple of those. One of them just because it was an insane discount. Like it was the bad cop police thing that they fly around in. Yeah. It was, it was nuts. Like it came with so many, it came with five or six minifigures. So I was like sold. Yeah. The double <laughs> couch. Got it. <clears throat> the constructo mech just because it's fun. Right. Right. Uh, and that was probably the one I spent the most on. But like, I've also got some of the ideas series. Like I've got the doctor who set, uh, the Beatles set, Ghostbusters, and Wally, yeah. and I've paid for all of those except for Doctor Who and Beatles, which were gifts. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, so 
but I never paid more than retail. Like I, even if that's cause those are sometimes can get rare. Like Wally got really rare for a while because it's a super fun build and it's super cool to have this giant Lego Wally sitting there. Um, I, I waited, you know, I could play the waiting game on that. These, you know, <laughs> most, most sets, and I say most, most sets I've, I've found are not going to fly out the door and never come back. Right. Uh, but just, you know, for those of you who are listening and you're thinking, Hey, this might be something I'd like to get into, like for me or my kids. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's an incredible, if you are a person who is, um, like I work at a job that's in, a, in the public eye almost all the time. Right. I work with people. If you work with people or you work with something where your work follows you home or anything like that, Legos can be an incredibly Zen moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really why I've liked them so much is because like I can switch my brain off for a while for two or three hours and I can just follow the directions and I can just put together this thing that, yeah. you know, and it's, it's just incredibly calming. Put on some music, you know, get some coffee or a Coke and, and just sit down and, and build a Lego set, Yeah. you know, and just have fun with it. Um, so, but, but if you're a person out there and you're thinking, this is something I'm going to be you know, interested in getting into, understand that you are going to pay the premium tax. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to pay the Lego tax when you buy these things. Like I said earlier, they're kind of the apple of toys. Uh, <laughs> it's you such know, an appropriate they, statement. They're, they're, they may not do it better, but they were the first and they do it the best. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by like, you know, when you think about smartphones, you know, they're not, they're not the last smartphone that will ever be made. You know, there's going to be tons of more, but they were totally. first. And in my opinion, they do it best. Well, that's now, why they're called opinions. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, uh, and, and you know, I'm, and I'm not discounting that there's been other innovations and better ideas and better sure. implementations since then. It's just they're Lego. Right. And they're Apple. Right. So because of the, 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 stigma surrounding the name even they could charge you more just based on that right because it's got their name on it exactly exactly that's why like you know you could go buy your kid an alarm clock uh, my daughter wants this harley quinn alarm clock you know from the lego movie and i can go buy her an alarm clock for five dollars at walmart or i can go buy the 30 dollar harley quinn alarm clock that looks like a minifigure right you know which one do I want to buy? I want to buy her the five dollar one. Right. I want to be like, take your pink alarm clock and like it. You know. Right. But, but no, she's like, Daddy, I want the Harley Quinn one. Yeah. Because it's Harley Quinn. Because you know they've made Harley Quinn into a, a hero for five year olds. Yeah, that's fantastic. <sighs> anyway, uh, that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. <laughs> but that that's kind of my story, and and then I, of course just from that, just from the whole. Uh, love of Lego and everything else comes the movies, you know, and, right. and, and two, because of kids. I mean, I, the Lego movie was not on my radar, admittedly, even though I love Legos, it wasn't on my radar. And then I went to this, this, the, the theater to see it because of my kids and went, Oh my gosh, this is brilliant. <laughs> One of the funniest movies I've ever watched. Yeah, in my I love life. Chris Pratt and I haven't even watched the movie yet. Oh dude. Okay. Well you do that this week. Do it for me. <sighs> okay. Do it for me. We we have it like on our we have a hard drive there's, full of movies. We have it. There's so there are so many quotable things from that movie. Uh, it's such a weird sense of humor and just you you will love it. You will so, love it. Uh as we as we're sort of wrapping up a little bit, I have a, f- a few questions for you. Okay. Uh first off, the one I was going to ask a few minutes ago, um it seems like it seems like you you at least are more interested in the minifigs than the actual sets. So mm-hmm. do you actually um 
do you actually get that thrill from building the set or do you get your thrill mostly from like, oh, there's this minifig in, inside the set? Like, what is it that drives you to pick up a set? Uh, I, I actually, I, I think it's kind of both. Like I want that minifigure and I, I want the minifig. I want to be able to display it because I keep most of my minifigs outside the, the build, you know, so people can see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, there's a, there's a huge drive, uh, or was until I completed them to have that original trilogy main cast. Like, yes, I've got to, I've got to have C3PO. I've got to have R2D2. I've got to have Han and Chewie and I've got to have, uh, Luke and Vader and Obi-Wan. You know, I need these characters. Same thing with the Avengers, you know, like, oh man, I need this or this, oh, this has a cool Spider-Man. Mm. I need Spider-Man or this is ghost, like ghost rider. I need, I need a Lego ghost. Is rider. there a ghost rider I, Lego? Yes. Oh God. It's Spider-Man ghost rider on a flaming motorcycle and the hobgoblin. Shut up. Go to Walmart. Shut up right now. <laughs> go to Walmart right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, and You're going like to make me go spend money. Oh, the that Doctor, sounds really... The Doctor Strange Lego set? Like, oh, I was like, up. I can have Doctor Strange. <laughs> you know, I could, I could do this. <clears throat> and so, like, there's that. But then there's also the, the element of, like, man, I really wanted the Millennium Falcon. Like, I didn't want it just for Han and Chewie. I wanted it because it's the Falcon, man. You know, it's the TIE Fighter. It's the X-Wing. Uh, it's the uh battle of takodana you know it you know or it's uh the ghost from star wars rebels now the marvel sets not so much like i did now i'm glad i have the quinjet you know Mm -hmm. but like there's not a lot of marvel sets that i look at and go oh man there's such and right it's not as iconic yeah yeah like there's one out right now that just totally i don't understand it's the hulk versus red hulk and she hulk versus red she hulk and they're in like monster trucks and I'm like, what? Why? Why are they? Aren't? Why are? They, okay. Why are you in? Hey, can you hang on just a second? Sure. I'm sorry. Is there a way like you yeah. can pause the recording? Go ahead. Go ahead. I've got to go answer something. You're fine. Hey man, I'm sorry to interrupt like that. Hey, don't um, worry about it. We have a Tuesday Bible study here at uh, at church. At 10 o'clock, and uh, somehow the door got locked, and people couldn't get in, and they're ringing the doorbell like crazy. I got you. And then I went out there and it's my wife and kids. So <laughs> that's why they ring the doorbell that much. It's, so yeah, I get like, what you're saying. Like it, it is a matter of like, um, at least the sets are a matter of um, value, uh, sentimental value. In, in a it, it is. Like, and, I, and I, and I honestly think that it's an either or um, there are some sets that I want to buy just because of the minifigures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, because I look at them and go, well, the set piece or the, or the, the ship is not interesting. Sure. Um, but here's what I find. Okay, here's the here's the the funny part about that is Marvel sets I buy for minifigures. Mm-hmm. Star Wars sets I usually buy for ships. There you go. Because, like again, there's just not a lot of those uh, iconic Marvel ships. <laughs> like, oh man, no. there's there's I mean, the... man's helicopter. I really... <laughs> don't they have the the heli the helicarrier though? Uh, yeah. But that, that is that, like, one, like that's three hundred dollars big... set. Yeah. Um, I did buy the. Um, one for my son and I bought it for him and I didn't buy it for me. And I, I wish I had a, uh, this for this Christmas, he wanted the scene from, um, it's, it's kind of a recreation of the scene from civil war with Spider-Man at the airport where they're fighting, uh, and the tanker truck explodes, yeah. you know? So it has like Hawkeye on a motorcycle. And isn't and that the, the one that has giant man in it too? The new Spider-Man? No, there's actually an airport set that has Giant Man. Okay. And so what is, what's funny about that set? And I, this I know this is an aside, but like you literally use smaller bricks 
to build a giant minifigure <laughs> with moving arms and legs. Isn't that kind of meta though? It, it is. And you, <laughs> it, it's so like I'm building this and I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> and then it also has this really, really tiny, like almost like, um, I mean, it's almost the size of like a pill Ant-Man oh, yeah, that you yeah. can, you can put in this hole in the side of the building and like he shoots out of it like he's doing something. That's cool. But like it's an airport control tower. Sure. But sure. to me, that like the Avengers Tower was another one I bought. Like they had an Avengers yeah. Tower set, Age of Ultron, and it came with like Ultron Mark One and nice. another Iron Man because they all come with Iron Man and uh, Thor and a couple others. And it had like the like uh, robots that Ultron controls, you know, at the very beginning. Yeah, or that, or that, are, that the Avengers are trying to use in Sokovia, and I bought that one because it's number one because it was Avengers Tower, but number two because hey, it had that it had Ultron and it had those others you know that I don't have. Right. So it, I think it's a give and take, but again, it allows me to be choosy because if I can, like I said, bricks and minifigs, if I can run down the road and I can get uh, a minifigure down there, you know, an hour and a half away, sure it costs me gas, but if I'm down that way. And I can pick up Hawkeye for eleven bucks. Then yeah. I'm going to do that because yeah, I'm definitely. never going to buy a set with Hawkeye <laughs> in it, uh, just because I'm not my favorite character. It's okay, you know, not my favorite character. So he um, is he is the least Avenged. <laughs> he is the least Avenged. So what is what is so what is the best part of Lego for you? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to split it between two things. Number one, I think it's the initial build. I think it's the fun of the build. It's the challenge of that because I mean, if you've ever built a Lego set, you know that like the directions aren't always exactly great. No, I mean, they're not sometimes, sometimes they like, it's almost like they skip a step almost. Um, right. They don't highlight that like, Oh, we've added extra Legos underneath here that you didn't do in the last step. Um, and it's, and it's well, always like so when I, you turn the page too, it's never like, uh-huh. it, it's never in the, the, the like the, the, when both pages are folded out, you have to turn the page and it's like, wait, where did all these Legos come from? <laughs> well, it's like, okay, gather up six Legos and then make it look like this. Like it doesn't tell you where to put them. It just shows the <laughs> right. picture of it, you know? Uh, so I think it's, I think it's the build that's number one. Uh, but I think for me too, it's, it's kind of the display. Okay. Like the trophy. I, yeah, there's there's a part of me, very small, but it's still there that likes it when people walk into my office at church and go, "Wow, yeah, Did you like Legos." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." <laughs> you know, especially in the case of of the sand crawler, like because I right, could look definitely. at that and I could say, "Man, you know, uh, they really do like me here." <laughs> you know, on those days <laughs> when I maybe don't feel great or or whatever, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, they do kind of love me." Um, but two, it's like it, it's part of part of it is like an expression of personality, you know, okay. and different yeah. things like that. I mean, like with any collection, you know, why do you display those things? Well, you want people to see them. You're proud of them. Right. Um, this is who I am, you know, and, and that's one thing, you know, as a, as an almost 37 year old guy, I'll be turning 37 in about a month. Um, I'm not ashamed of this. You right. know, I'm not ashamed that my office is full of toys and movie posters and, uh, you know, it's got Spider-Man on my wall and Look, Luigi I, on the other. I will and, be the first person to say that I am so glad we live in the age where I don't have to be embarrassed that all I watch is cartoons and I play video yes. games. That is yes. all I do. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but when our parents uh, were, were our age, you know, they would have gotten beaten up at school because, you know. Oh, man, I, you said you got about 10 years on me. Man, I lived through the 80s. I mean, I lived through a time where 
uh, when Superman died in no, the I comic said books. You have I, ten years on me. That's what uh, I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what I meant. That's what I mean. I got ten years on you. Uh, they, like I remember like buying this shirt at my local comic book shop, which was crazy that I had a local comic book shop in the area that I lived in. Sure. Which was also small. Uh, but they had the shirt, you know, with all the DC characters around Superman's casket as they walked it down the, the street in Metropolis, you know, yeah. and on the back it said, where were you when Superman died? Which I thought was a super cool shirt. That's awesome. Um, nobody else thought that was super cool. Mm. <laughs> and so I, you know, I lived through my days until the point where I just hung it up and I was yeah. like, well, I'm, I'm not aware of this anymore. Um, I mean, I remember, uh, the very, I don't know if. Do you, do you remember the very first game you ever pre-ordered? Smash Brawl? Really? I think. See, the very the very first game, well, let me let me rephrase that question. The very first game to ever have a a publicized release date in a, in the United States. I think, and I may not I may be wrong on this, wait, maybe wait. because Are you saying like I, are you quizzing like, me like a, uh, as like a no, historical like, fact? No, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying this. Like I think it's Sonic 2. Yes, it was. Okay, because they had Sonic Tuesday. Yes. Okay. I've gotten uh, that far in Console Wars. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, so I think that was the very first one. I remember pre-ordering Sonic 2 and getting a T-shirt for that. Yeah. It said, you know, uh, real, some, and it was it was probably not the best shirt, but it had like a big 2 and Sonic and Tails on it, and it said it's something about Sonic Tuesday. And I just remember being made fun of so badly uh, because of that shirt, you know, like, see, it's on Tuesday. This, this reminds yeah. me, I have a... I care about it. And, one, I, and of my, I think... one of my favorite t-shirts I own <clears throat> is a black shirt, and it's got Samus, the 8-bit original Samus, shooting, uh, you know, one of her power beams, uh-huh. and there are Mario bricks and Mario coins on the shirt. And right. when I wear that... Uh, I get people that look at me and go, that's not correct. Yeah. And I say, you're right, it's not. But this is a promotional t-shirt that you could only get through Club Nintendo uh, that was for NES Remix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is like one of my favorite shirts. But every time I wear it, I get somebody that's like, that's not right. What are you doing? Yeah. Or I thought you were a gamer. And I'm like... Look at my sleeve. It says NES Remix. Like I am. A ga- I thought you were a gamer because you would have known yeah. this. <laughs> if you were a gamer, you would have obviously known. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think just just kind of looping that back in that um, this is, it can be a point of pride for people to display collections like that. And totally. I mean, this is this is what I'm about. This is who I am. I don't make any apologies for that. You know, I moved all my books to my bottom shelves because I wanted to put Legos up top because I wanted people to see them. Look, I'm dude. proud of these things. Like, you know, and like I'm a, I'm a youth pastor. I'm also a children's pastor. Like I work with 18 and under. So I have kids coming to my office and I feel like if they need to talk about something or they need to do something that helps put them at ease and it gives us a, a talking point. Like I have kids coming all the time. Oh man, look at your Legos. You know, I'm like, yeah, you look at them, but you don't touch them. That's right. <laughs> uh, and, and I've often, like I've told my friends, you know, like we have home Legos and we have daddy's office Legos. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These home Legos are a random hobbledygob in a bucket, and you can play yes. with those all you want. <laughs> well, my son has some some Minecraft Legos, and um, there's one set of those that has stayed together. 
uh, which is the mine. It's like the big one, but like I'll go in there every now and then and there's like Spider-Man hanging off the top of it fighting, uh, you know, a, a fired worker of a, a firefighter yeah. and the green goblin and Batman. <laughs> so <laughs> but like, I love that because like when I was little, uh, when I was his age, you know, he's nine, he's, he's going to turn 10 this coming Sunday. Like I didn't have that, that creativity that he does. Mm hmm. And I think that taps into that. Like, I love that Lego taps into that. We've really enjoyed as bad as the Wii U version of Lego Dimensions has been. Uh, <laughs> and, and I realized that only toward the end of its lifespan because, like, I've actually seen other versions of the con- you know of it on, like, PlayStation 4, which I wish we had bought instead of... But we bought the, we bought the Wii U because we, you know, it has the exclusive on-pad split screen. That's oh, the yeah, only yeah. That's the only system that has that, even if it does it badly. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I just mean like the, the, the total quality of the graphics and frame rate issues and sure, stuff like sure. that. Um, that just like we've loved Lego dimensions because it has allowed us as a family to play something together that we all enjoy. You know, my wife likes Lego games. I love Legos. The kids love Legos. Um, we got the Lego Batman set, which will probably be the last Lego dimension thing we buy, you know, yeah. uh, the new one, the new, like the Lego Batman movie. Right. And it came with Robin and Batgirl and my kid, my, my daughter, she was like, Batgirl. Yes. You know, she was so <laughs> excited that Batgirl was in there and they love Robin, both of them. So that it's just been, it's been really good. I hate to see that. And I, I think it's just commentary. I don't think it's Lego dimensions per se. I think it's just commentary on toys to life. I think it's, it's dying. I think, and it's like anything, you know, Activision gets a hold of it uh, and <laughs> runs it into the ground, just like music games and Call of Duty and everything else. To be uh, fair, Activision I'm, had one good thing they ever did, and that was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series. That That's true. Now, see, we like Skylanders in my house. Oh, well, I, that's, Skylanders, a, that's a different podcast. Skylanders is the OG, <laughs> and uh, we'll always have a place in my heart for, for good gaming memories for with me and my son. Sure. Like, um, you know... Now, now uh, before miss... before we get too far, but any, anyway, I, I know, I know. <laughs> what I know. is the what is the worst part about Lego? The price. It's got to be the price. <laughs> uh, and I will take this: the 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 and and having to say no, having to say no to sets that look really cool mm-hmm. because you know you don't have room for them and you don't want to tear down anything. Like you don't want to get rid of anything. You don't want to say you don't uh, want to take it apart and rebuild it. Right. Well, I probably never would rebuild it, just to be honest. Like, really? it would probably go in a bin. Uh, yeah, because I'd forget how. You know, I don't keep the instructions. What? I, don't, I toss them, man. You can find those things on the internet. Uh, you know, that's we have this magical tube thing called the internet now that oh, you can find. Yeah. Anything you want. So, uh, yeah. Now, I did keep, like, That's for so my funny, bin. because, you know, if you being <clears throat> you being a Nintendo guy, um. I, I would assume if you have older Nintendo games, you are proud of the manuals if you have any of the older manuals for Nintendo games. Uh yeah, I don't I'm not a retro <clears throat> collector, actually. I'm a I'm a trader. I'm sorry. Uh no, I've just disappointed you. Um just just for maybe to level level that out, I traded uh, in my NES games and things when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old. So, uh, yeah, I know. Do I wish I could go back and have them all? It's again? okay. I made a really bad trade one day. I traded in, like, Kirby's Adventure for the Game Boy so I could buy a Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks action figure. And I immediately, oh. I immediately like, as soon as I opened the figure, immediately, I had full regret. regret. I regret. I, um, well, let me tell you this. I traded in the rem- the remnants of my 
and probably all of my SNES collection uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it the SP at least? No. Oh, dude. It was what? the original frost frost colored. You couldn't even play that under fluorescent lighting. Like I know. I know. <clears throat> I, anyway. I, hey, I'm fully aware of the mistakes I've made in my life, and I've repented. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's Intelligence a local, and wisdom are two different things. That's, that, you're exactly <laughs> right. And that's why uh, I was so on the hunt for the NES Classic when, I, when it first came out, because I was like, I want my children to experience these games the way they're meant to be played. Yes, sir. With these with these controllers and different things like that, so I'm hoping for the SNES Classic. So, yep. Uh, no, I, definitely the price, man. It's, it's it. I mean, if you want, like, I really want the Lego Death Star, but I also really would like to save four hundred dollars. I, I I would like to say that like, I I have maybe five different sets of Legos right now, um, and they are all Star Wars. Uh-huh. And I just realized one of my sets has C-3PO, so there's that. Nice. Uh, um, <clears throat> it's, it's it was actually the the escape capsule um, that it came. Oh with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came with C-3PO and R2D2. Um, yeah, and like a Jawa too, right? No, no, okay. it, no. It came with two sand troopers and a speeder bike. Yeah, so yeah. So it was actually a pretty yeah. big set. Um, That's actually really nice. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I like that one, but the. The one that I have literally always had my eye on is the Superstar Destroyer, and it's and for me, I just yeah. want to build it. Even if I don't get to keep it, I literally just want to sit there and build the damn thing. Did you see the video? Like I think it was a couple of years ago. It was an April Fools or something. And it was like somebody slow motioned dropped a star wars uh the the superstar destroyer lego and watched it like filmed it in super slow-mo oh, exploding all over the floor that pains me i oh. uh, it was very painful to watch um there's a there's a local video game store here uh like just a little mom and pop used you know kind of it's called nerdvana nice. they do a lot of things they do like <clears throat> uh, retro games and board games and comics and things they have a superstar destroyer on display that belongs to the owner uh yeah it's uh don't you love walking in somewhere and this happened to me uh a couple months ago <clears throat> probably about a year a year ago at this point when you walk in somewhere and see something and you literally gush like you kind of turn into jelly when you see something and they're like oh well that's that's display only it belongs to the owner of the store we are not interested in selling it for any reason or any capacity uh, yeah <clears throat> yeah that happened to me at a used game store where they had a uh, a virtual boy sitting up on on top of a, a desk now i i'm fully aware of what the virtual boy is and how people feel about it that doesn't bother me i am a nintendo guy and i wanted one and i was like how much do you want for it and he's like well i think one of the lenses is broken i, was, I don't i don't care how much do you want for it um but uh sorry it's not for sale well you know uh you saved yourself migraine headaches so nope, um... i didn't because i turned around and bought one that was in perfect condition a few months later it's like stabbing yourself in the side of the head with no, a knife repeatedly like and it. saying, I, "This is fun." I, I've I've played it for several hours. I like it. I actually oh, really okay. like it. Oh, okay, okay. But well, I'm, kudos I'm, to you. Then. But I'm yeah, totally, totally. Prices, prices, definitely the the biggest hassle. I, I think. Gotcha. Well, um, we have talked a lot about Lego. Um, oh, the last question. Um, 
try not to go we'll try not to go too far over because I know you have to get back to work is primarily the reason uh Legoland thoughts on Legoland uh I've been to the to the Legoland in the mall in two places that's not Legoland uh well, it's called Legoland or Lego Discovery Center. Okay. It's basically a theme park in a mall that leads you to a Lego store where you, <laughs> your kids will beg you to buy. No, I'm serious. Like it comes out in the middle of the Lego store. That's funny. Um, I, I don't know that I would ever take a trip there unless like if we're going to take a trip and it's going to be kid oriented, we're going to Disney. We sure. went back in 2013. We're going to go again, but um, you know, I mean, more power to them. I think that's that's cool that they have that, and I, because I know there's some kids who are like super Lego obsessed, and like that's their thing. Now, you to know? be fair, I went when I was a kid, and it's pretty much just a bunch of Lego stuff set up. Nice. Like, yeah, I mean, like you walk. That's that's kind of the reaction you have when you walk in. It's just like, oh. Well, the, now they're like, there's been some more, like, I like the emphasis they've kind of placed on the community aspect of it in recent years. Like, uh, there's been like some uh, traveling shows, you know, that'll come to like your local arena or, or conference center, you know, and they'll have like uh, Lego build and they'll have like the special like giant builds and they'll have, re, you know, resellers and they'll have all kinds of Lego activities all day long. I think that's cool. Uh, you know, they've kind of embraced the like, you know, family aspect of it. Like, and I think probably because like Nintendo, uh, in a way, uh, those original users are now parents. Yep. So let's hook the whole family in, not just the, well, and those original users now have that disposable income. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so there, there's that we've gone to two of the discovery centers. Um, one of them in Dallas, Texas at the grapevine mall and one of them in Atlanta, I definitely recommend the Dallas one over the Atlanta one. Oh, really? Uh, they're 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 pretty similar in the the activities, but the Atlanta one was you could tell was a little bit older and was you know was probably one of the first ones. The Dallas one was fantastic, um, and 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 of course I may be looking at that one through rose colored lenses too because um, we were in Texas on vacation. We got a phone call that morning. Uh, that my grandmother had just passed, who I was really close to. Yeah. And we, we started to drive back this direction, which is like a 12-hour drive, and we already had tickets to go to Legoland, and they were non-refundable. Oh. And so I called my dad, and I was like, you know, I really – I'm like, we're trying to get there to you guys, and we're going to drive all night, and um, what, what should I do? And he's like, you know that your grandmother would hate you to, to deprive those kids of anything. Uh, so or deprive you know, yourself of, you know, grandparents are like that. They understand. They would have. Well, so know, many grandparents are so selfless. They would have rather have you gone to your thing than. Well, and and the whole thing was, is, and that's what like my whole concern was to get home for my dad because you know he had, oh, I got you. Uh, he had actually been like he found her as she was dying oh, and man. like died in his arms oh. type thing, which is crazy. That's it, rough. T- terrible, terrible. And I wanted to be there for him. But he was like, we want you to go ahead and take the kids and do that. And that way, you know, over these next few days, they at least have something they can. Because we had to cut our vacation short and all kinds of other stuff. So they were. he's like, give them something, you know, that they sure. at least can, can look back on, you know. So we went to the Grapevine Mall and we hit up In-N-Out and we oh, uh, Lord. Oh. And uh, yeah, oh. be jealous. Uh, we hit up In-N-Out. Like really hungry. 
we went to the uh, to the Lego store and had a had a blast. Had a really good time. Spent like because I mean like it's a store, but like the it's not like the store is not in the middle of it, so it's not a distraction. So like all the activity stuff is behind there. So it's kind of like a little theme park in the back of the store. Sure. Um, so like we went in there and lost like four hours. <laughs> nice and and the kids had a good time and we had a good time everything was great and then we got on the road and got home about 4 a.m oh wow yeah uh but i I think uh i'm i'm probably never going to go to like the actual resort of lego land yeah uh it's not like it's not like i'm sitting over here going man this is a pipe dream i really just (laughs) i gotta go to lego land i gotta go i gotta go float around in the chima pond or, or whatever you know they've got out there but no it no, uh, I think it's cool. Like for something for families to do, because I mean, it, like I said, Lego does mean something to my family. You mm-hmm. know, we we've had some good times surrounding that, some memories, playing games and and building sets and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Well, I hate to to cut it short, but I got to go pick up my son in just a second. Um, yeah, awesome. So, uh, thank you, Marty, for joining us. Um, don't forget very that uh, we are a brand new podcast. This podcast is all about grabbing anybody. Yeah. What, is, what is your hobby? Are you into knitting? Are you into specifically playing uh, arcade games? You know, like, it doesn't have to be. We talk a lot about video games. This is the second podcast where we talk about video games. You don't have to play video games. If you are into board games, if you are into things that people think are not nerdy, if, like, you are really into March Madness basketball or baseball, God help you, but we would love to have you on the podcast to talk to you about sports, <laughs> all the sports balls, or whatever, you know, because I don't get that, you know, like... I can I can relate with you, Marty, because I sort of like Lego, but I cannot relate to people with sports, and that's what I wanted to do with this podcast. Is you know, if you don't know what it's like to be a fan of Lego, you know, we talk with somebody who's a fan of Lego. You know, so anyway, uh, thanks, Marty, for joining us, and uh, everyone else. We will see you guys later on. Don't forget to check out Nintendo Death Podcast, one of the best, probably one of the best Nintendo podcasts uh, that you can listen. If not the best, you guys are great. Uh, I love the. Uh, it it is more casual fan, almost almost like fans putting it together. But I like that. It, it is. Uh, it's it's very fan centered and um, it's 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 fun to listen to. So if you are into Nintendo in any capacity, I love listening to you guys because occasionally you guys do have a rumor that I have not seen on Reddit or NeoGaf already. <laughs> so sometimes you guys have the scoop. Um, but uh, and you guys are tied with so many other people in the community, Sean Capri and you know Dave and Johnny Casino, everything like that. You guys are in the bit block. You guys are tied into so many other people in the community that um, you know every once in a while somebody else will come on and dang it, there's another podcast I have to add to my repertoire of weekly. <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah, I podcasts. know exactly what you're saying, man. Uh, <sighs> community connections are the key. Community <laughs> connections are the key, and that's really what we want to be. We just want to be the uh, the community. Nintendo podcast, you know, that it's like a group of friends sitting around chatting and bring the parenting perspective to it as well. And so I really appreciate you asking me to be on the show today. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot, Marty.